Hello, everybody. This is Isaiah. This is Dan. This is Ed. Here for um, the first week of June for the Procrastination. And uh, guess what? It's our one-year anniversary. Woo! Uh, yeah, we've been doing this for a year. You might not realize that... Uh, or you might realize that we don't have 52 episodes. Um, been a couple... We're not DC. Yeah. Well, actually, we, we're what DC was going to be. Did you hear about that? Oh, yeah. Originally, what? the new 52 was going to be the Fab 48. That was a terrible name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hence the new 52. Um, but yeah, I, actually, I believe this is episode forty-eight. So you know, nice. yeah, there you go. If if not, then man, is my face red? Uh, you just call it forty-eight. Who's gonna check? <laughs> well, it's gonna say like episode forty-eight, then episode forty-eight. We'll make forty-seven, forty-seven point five, forty-eight point two, forty-eight point two. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, so a few things. <laughs> just saw the Mighty Number no. Nine trailer. It. It seemed okay, but at the same time, like like, like the game itself, like it looked, made me interested to play the game. Yeah, but the dialogue, but the the commercial itself, it made me feel like as if they hate their target audience. Yeah, it's like what was it? Um, cry like an anime fan on prom night. It's like yeah. aren't, aren't like are anime fans gonna be your main demographic? I feel like they are. Yeah, like all the all the all the anime fans are also kind of retro gamers who've been waiting for a new Mega Man, and this yeah. is the closest thing they're probably gonna get to one in a while. I mean, Mighty Number no. Nine is based on Mega Man, which is based on Astro Boy. So yeah, exactly. Um, and I'm and like, what is it? And and hey, little little answer to you guys. I was I'm an anime fan. I was, I was prom king. Snap. So, so keep that in mind. There's hope for you. You can do it. I believe in you. I love you. But did you cry? Uh, actually, yeah. Were they happy because, tears? Be, well, because I got that. If you were happy and you cried, you're still technically Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. If, if I'm happy and I cried, clap your hands. Anyway. Well, that was uh, terrible. We were so off. <laughs> well, this well, yeah, how many because, we, because we're nerds, we have no rhythm. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like it looks, it looks pretty interesting. It looks fun. Um, it 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 has that Mega Man X kind of vibe to it, per- particularly because sliding is such a, a yeah. big part of it. And like but then dashing, it's also dash jumping. Yeah, but then you also have like a little bit of the Mega Man, regular Mega Man, into there because you have the sliding. Mm. And I don't think X ever slid. I don't think so either. Yeah, he had the dash, but he, but he didn't have the slide under. Um, so you know, go check it out. It looks fun. It looks interesting. Uh, we got a we got a uh, an email from John. Oh yeah, he went to go. I believe it was the Primavera Festival uh-huh. in Germany, mm-hmm. and um, Brian Wilson went out there and he performed uh, a version of the Monster Mash. Nice, nice. Apparently, mm-hmm. there is a Twitter account as like I'm all as if as if that wasn't cool enough. Hearing the lead singer of the Beach Boys performing the Monster Mash, and of course his first thought when it started playing was. Doggone it! <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, that was a Simpsons reference. Um, in case that wasn't enough, his uh, uh, apparently he found out that there's a Twitter account that just retweets and likes people that mention the Monster Mash in tweets. <laughs> what is it's it called? At Monster Mash Mash. Oh. And and yeah, that's all they do is anytime somebody mentions the Monster Mash, they're they're there to promote awareness of the Monster Mash. And uh, Monster Mash Mash sounds like mashed potatoes with little little monsters made out of macaroni or something in there. Ah, oh, it sounds amazing. 
like uh like what is it like like those like oatmeal with little dinosaurs in it oh yeah those little egg things yeah oh the eggs those yeah things. the eggs that melt and then they make <laughs> like, dinosaurs yeah that's so good i always love that one saying um i like my women like i like my like i like my oatmeal hot steamy and covered with facts about dinosaurs <laughs> uh but yeah, um, it reminds me of there's another Twitter account called Stealth Mountain. Oh yeah, and all it does is correct people on the word sneak peek because people will s- spell it S N E A K P E A K as opposed to P E E K. So all it does is correct people that misspell sneak peek. Yeah. And apparently, like last time I went to it, it was like somebody misspells it every two minutes. Like I think it's an autom- it's an automated thing. Yeah, that just yeah, looks yeah it would have phrase. to be. <laughs> but like it's like like a, I just saw it and was like right now, and then like two minutes ago, and then four minutes ago. So every two minutes, somebody misprint misspells sneak peek. Apparently, that's our fact of the day. <laughs> um, <laughs> every two minutes, somebody misspells peak. Do you know where your kids are? <laughs> It just like cuts to like a kid like on his phone. He's like writing it. No, and then that the, those 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 people that are just like, oh, dude, I'm home. I don't need to spell correctly. Like I hate those people. Yeah, it's, right. like, it's like, oh no, you you, you kind of do. The reason you learn it so you can yeah, spell yeah. it. It's fine. I'll spell correctly somehow the rest of the time. With <laughs> no, no experience or practice or knowledge. Like I mean, it's fine if you're if you're just doing it to save time. Like if you spell out H R U instead of How are you? Yeah. But if you just go, if you just misspell words willy nilly, like don't 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 be a dick. <laughs> like, Learn some grammars. <laughs> save time, not spelling. That's our that's our uh, pu- public service announcement for today. <laughs> How many public service? We can have more than one. Yeah. Okay. Um, we, we I mean technically it's of the day, and we're only on once a week, so we can have up to seven. Ooh. <laughs> so this is for Sunday, and then if we do another one, it'll be for Monday, and so on and so forth. Just Let's, mark your calendar. We're gonna start write writing down, them down. Yeah. We can have a whole list. <laughs> <clears throat> oh. uh... So we used to do uh, Kids Are Our News at the beginning of the podcast, so I'll yeah. start with that. Um, did I mention that the Dark Souls board game made over $5.4 million? Jesus Christ. No, you did not. Yeah, oh. it, it did. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> we already hit all our goals. We have like a billion more things added into the game now. It's way huger. I don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> Just stop. <laughs> every every board game comes with 20 bucks in it. <laughs> right? I think we've added like 20 characters and 10 bosses. I don't know how much more we can do. I wish it could be like one of those old school. Remember, remember back in the day when there used to be that board game that like included a vhs cassette and you would just pop that in as i you had played. that game yeah like i, I kind of wish they would do that like with a dvd and just like uh there'd be like a button for you to press and like uh and like uh it would randomize whether or not you lived or died this boss fight <laughs> like, like you can you can do the role and and beat it or whatever or you can take your chances with the with the dvd kind of thing or it's like dark souls mario party yeah exactly <laughs> Dark Dark Souls seen it. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised they make one of those for everything. Yeah. Um, also, um, the last Halloween book one by Abby Howard, huh. which uh, you you might remember her from that show Strip Search. Oh yeah. yeah. Which is, isn't what you think it is. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a show on Penny Arcade, looking for the next uh, comics big comic strip. 
yeah, big comic strip, and the winner got to be got to have their own comic that was like linked to from Forbidden Arcade and yeah. its own site and stuff. Yeah. Well, um, Abby Howard was one of the, was like the runner up, and she she makes very interesting, almost almost Invader Zim uh, like that, that kind, kind of, of art style. Well, not Invader Zim, more the other series that he made, uh, Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. Oh, okay. It's like that, but not as not as dark. <laughs> it's more more quirky. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The last Halloween is basically uh, like all the monsters and things start to come to life hmm. uh, on Halloween, uh-huh. and I guess one little girl gets drawn into it, and she becomes friends with this, this uh, group of monsters that are like outcasts. Uh-huh. Just uh, her trying to stop the the end of the world, basically. Nice. Uh, I say stop, but really it's just her getting dragged around to, to situations. Yeah, <laughs> she doesn't really want to do it. Yeah, it's kind of you're just. You're just finding yourself in that situation. You're yeah, like, repeatedly. Yeah. You're getting dragged around. You don't want to die, so you're hanging out with the good monsters that can help you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that uh, book one is having its own Kickstarter. Nice. It's just doing pretty well. I think I already uh, passed its, its thing. So. Hmm. Oh, cool. I was going to say, speaking of Kickstarter news also, there's a um, there was a GoFundMe done for um, H3 Productions. Oh, yeah. Because they're they're being sued by another YouTuber because they did a react video to one of his videos and he's like oh and like he's like oh, no you and like they're they're the lawsuit just seems so frivolous it's like uh it's like you you tricked people into thinking that it was one of his videos and it's like yeah we put a giant thing in the corner saying like it's our video and it's like oh you used way too much of the source materials uh, material and it's like we use three minutes in our 11 minute video <laughs> and it's like like the whole thing is just like ludicrous and you know a bunch of youtubers at the same time are also thinking like you know this is bs but h3 productions themselves said we don't want to impose on you guys the fans because you know we we already have a patreon you already pay into that you already pay into like so much stuff for us that we do and uh, so it's like you know we'll we'll deal with this ourselves. They even got two lawyers that are doing it pro bono and everything like that. Yes. But, they're, but they're saying that like uh, legal fees could cost up to like a hundred thousand dollars. Jeez. So another YouTuber actually decided, you know what? If you're not going to do it, I will. So he made a GoFundMe account um, for them. They've already raised over a hundred thousand dollars. So they're and then what they're doing with the with the rest of it is they're making a uh, uh, a legal fund for any for any YouTuber. That gets um, in this type of situation. It's called the the Fair Use Protection Act. Yeah, that's cool. And yeah. then they can just they can just keep putting into that anybody that wants, right? Yeah, and then and then and then take out whenever you need it. Um, and a bunch of YouTubers paid into it too, like uh, the fine the, the Fine Brothers. You wouldn't expect them after after what they pulled with the whole React mm-hmm. thing, but they paid into it. PewDiePie. Um, like I think Jacksepticeye, like a bunch of famous YouTubers, like paid into it as well as yeah. uh, as just the, their fans and everything. So well, they probably know what that's like having their videos taken down and all this stuff. So. Yeah, like like I mean, I remember back in the day when um uh, when YouTube was having their what's the fair where's the fair use, like yeah, a bunch yeah, of that people was everywhere. were doing that, and um and yeah, so it's like I'm like that's cool, and um I'm glad that 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 they're not only you know. Yeah, we'll use this to help, and then but then we're also using it to help others. So that's cool. It's, mm-hmm. it's like I remember there's a there's a there's a there's a comic book agency that does the same thing. Like they uh, there's a fund, and they release comics called Justice Comics, and all the proceeds from Justice Comics selling um, goes to a legal fund for artists and comic book writers that get sued by 
by people for like stuff that they put in their books. I'm surprised DC hasn't tried to sue them for using the word justice. <laughs> Give it yeah. time. Well, I mean, cause, because uh, DC artists use that fund as well, so... Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I would assume they're, they're okay. Like I, like, I bought an issue of it, and it had, like, a Danger Girl, Monkey Man and O'Brien, like, a bunch of famous um, third-party comic book characters in it, just, like, talking about that kind of stuff, and they're explaining what their, their goal is and everything. That's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. Um... So I've been playing a lot of Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I haven't really talked to you much this week because oh, of Overwatch. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even own the game or the console. I still feel like I played way too much this week, or not enough. I still have a yeah, it's true. So what is it? That thing you posted on your Tumblr, or um, like it was a play of the game in a and, and like some. I think it was like on ESPN. It was like cat uh, on the ice, and then somebody adjusted <laughs> it, it so said, that it was it Overwatch. Said, it said player of the game on it too. So, yeah. so then they changed it to Overwatch to say player of the game cat on the ice as cat. <laughs> like, it's like a, it's like a meme now. There's like a bunch of um, where you just say like a like a like a cool video uh-huh. that kind of matches one of the characters a little, and you just do player of the game, and then when it, <laughs> when it shows the play, it's just a, that scene. Yeah, cat on the ice. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, like um. I can't even think of of one off the top of my head, but there's like like John Wayne, like a John Wayne thing where he kills like four guys really fast with his gun. Yeah. And you have like McCree doing the, the it's high noon, and then it cuts to that scene <laughs> from the movie where he's yeah. actually doing that. Uh, yeah. Uh, the good ones include like sound effects and everything from the game too. Nice. Um, oh, uh, one thing I found interesting is that they're uh, Blizzard is actually planning on balancing both the PC and the console version separately. Hmm. hmm. Which I think makes a lot of sense because if you've played the PC versus the console, there's like a real difference in the ability to aim on console compared to PC. Hmm. Like there's people that can do it, but I would think that uh, overall the, the characters that require you to, to like snipe from long range yeah. suffer more on on uh, on console. console. It's just that much harder to control with the right stick. Well, yeah, because then if you're if you're on the mouse. Uh, if you, yeah the mouse is like so much simpler to like mm-hmm. just pinpoint. And the, and you can have very high sensitivity, but then also do it very carefully. It's, if you do that on PS4, it's way harder to like do those little movements. Yeah. Um, there's actually little tricks you can only do on the PC version also. Mm-hmm. Like his character, uh, 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 Lucio. His whole thing is he's got uh, like skates, uh, rollerblades, whatever. Mm-hmm. He's a big hockey fan, and um, he can wall ride. And, uh, and and you can do it in general, but there's a trick on the P- PC version where you you put it on the mouse wheel mm-hmm. his jump. And then as long as you just keep uh, um, like uh, spinning the wheel and kind of just just going towards a wall, if there's any wall surface, he'll ima- he'll automatically grab onto it and then jump off and then grab onto the next one. And jump and then yeah, like just do like it infinitely jumping. until yeah. And you can you can you do a lot with that. And it's not as easy on on console because you have to like remap your buttons and then uh, it's it's a button not a mouse wheel, so it doesn't have that effect of basically holding it down but also clicking it again. It's weird. Makes you think of that that glitch from the that Sonic Boom game mm-hmm. that that came out for like the like the main consoles, where like uh, if you you can have um, Knuckles uh, do his ground pound, but before he does the pound, he raises up a little bit. So then you pause right before he starts going down, and then you unpause, and it has canceled out the oh, uh, the ground pound. Yeah, so then you do it again. Higher. You can go higher and higher and higher and higher. You can skip entire portions of the game. Like one guy beat it in less than an hour because he like. And that was like in the first like week of release or something, right? Like once they found yeah. that thing, they were like, "Well, well, I'm just gonna jump over this." Okay, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> I 
that was fun. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty cool. And uh, I think they have like like stats for <laughs> for both versions, so they can see like this character loses a lot. You know. Yeah. Nobody's doing well with this character, so we could buff them. Or this character's too good, so we should. That's good. You can get like two two separate servers mm-hmm. and just like you know, this one's the PC, this one's the PS4. Have two different people monitor it and like see what's going on, what what's going where. So that's 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 interesting. Um, what else? Oh, uh, you saw the first episode of the Preacher series with me, right? Yeah, that that was really good. That was that. Yeah, that's an interesting show. I really I really enjoyed it. Like, uh, I think it's I, the best the best pilot I've seen in a while. I think my favorite character is the Irish vampire. Yeah, I think that's my guy for this show. Um, yeah, for the longest time, I didn't even know what Preacher was. Yeah, like I, I I'd hear about it. But I was thinking this one series that I think it was a it was either also a graphic novel or a manga called Priest, uh-huh. which is a whole different thing. And they made a movie based on that too, a live action movie. Oh yeah, that it had uh, the guy that plays the Vision. Yeah, yeah, and he was fighting vampires and stuff. Yeah, yeah, whole, whole different thing. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I would always think of when someone say preacher. Yeah. Like, oh, I like that series with the vampires. No, like well, kind of. No, well, kind of. <laughs> Uh, kind of, but no. Yeah, no. This one takes place in the present. Um, but yeah, I, I liked... Uh, and then that one bearded guy. That one guy that you see in everything and you don't really know what his name is, but, you, but you'll but always see him and you'll go like, oh, it's that guy. He's the guy... Um, if you ever watch Children's Hospital, he was the, the ambulance driver or he was in... Um, he was in that one thing if Google was a person. Oh, and it's that, yeah. that one woman that says like, you know, like I want something that says that... Uh, that uh, that vaccines cause autism. He's like, well, I have a million papers here that say that it doesn't, and one result that says it does. She's like, I knew it. <laughs> she just grabs the one result and leaves. And he's like, oh. he's like, oh, no way. <laughs> it had yep. proof. Yeah. And yep. like, uh, and like, yeah, like his character. What happened to him? It was like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> and it just kind of leads into more. What what's the show gonna be about? And it's like, and like, I love every character. Like every introduction that we had. And um, and poor Peter Pan, like uh, like what happened until uh, we got to the what? Because remember we found out that little boy. If you watch the oh, commercials, yeah. there's a little boy that asked the preacher to do something to his dad. And if you look at him, he is the kid that played Peter Pan in the um, in the commercial in where the Geico commercial yeah. where he goes to like his fiftieth uh, <coughs> high his high school reunion his fiftieth reunion and like he's like you haven't like, he's like you don't look a day over seventy and like you're just being a dick to everybody and like <laughs> eating a piece of shrimp with his mouth open because he's a kid because he's a kid that's why he's stupid and he can't even <laughs> sing the words to you make me feel so young right. <laughs> He doesn't? No, because the second <laughs> verse is, you make me feel like spring has sprung. And he says, you make me feel so spring has sprung. Oh. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's because he got sprung. Yeah. Because he saw, he saw a girl with an itty-bitty waist and a round thing in his face. Yep. In spring. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? The Starship Enterprise is flying overhead. Don't worry. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. The transition about the new Star Trek series? <laughs> is that what we're talking about? <laughs> yeah, probably. That's, uh, I don't know. They they didn't really like reveal anything about it. It's just kind of interesting because it's, it's supposed to be the, the new universe, right? Yeah. For the movies? Yeah. But like the, the trailer is, is like new crews, new villains, new heroes, new worlds. So it's like, is it the new universe? Like, <laughs> like it's, it's completely unrelated, it sounds like. 
Well, the way I see it, the new movies basically kind of tilted us to go in a different direction. Like, you know, like both literally and figuratively. Because if you think about it, if the, if the Enterprise didn't do what it did, or if Nero had never showed up and mm-hmm. all that stuff, we might have actually projected a different course to where we were going to go. And now, like, instead of that way, we probably went that way, you know? like in, in this it, way... Eh. You're going that way. Exactly. And it changes everything about what we were doing and might go a completely different route. Hey, Ed, are you going to get... What's you looking at on your phone? You've been on the whole podcast. I'm just looking at some stuff. Okay. I'm like, doesn't that just blow your mind? <laughs> yeah. Um, I can do better. Uh, what was it? <laughs> That last one was just getting hit with a pie, <laughs> and we know that sound. Yeah, the first one, the first one was like a was like a cartoonish explosion. The second one was more of a uh, second one was more of a, a, a photon torpedo launching, which is I'm guessing what you wanted. And the third one was just getting hit with a pie. <laughs> that, that's what I wanted. Coconut, foxy boxing specific. It's weird if you know that. Uh, not really. Right. For for those of you that don't know, the reason why Ed and I are best friends um, is because one day we were talking. He his his story we, is we that I grabbed reason. him. My story is that he grabbed me, and my story goes that uh, I was talking. We were, we were talking. We, we, we had the subject of like a bucket list. Yeah, bucket list stuff. And I said one of my bucket list things is to get hit in the face of the pie. And that's where his version. I grab him and look at him. Yeah, it says my my bucket list is to throw a pie at somebody. My my version is I said I want to throw a pie at someone, and that's when Isaiah grabs me. It says my dream <laughs> was to always get hit with a pie. So one year for his birthday, we made that dream happen. Well, we couldn't get a cream pie. We, we had, couldn't get like a banana cream, coconut cream, anything like that. But we got lemon meringue, which, which exploded, exploded, which, which exploded, exploded so beautifully. And and I have never seen anything fly so straight and true as that pie that went towards my face. It, it was, was meant to be. It was a, a weird thing too, because like, Times, I, not not a single time have I thrown a pie. Mm. I never practiced. I never <laughs> did anything like that. Yeah, he was just like, ladies and gentlemen, because it was his birthday party. And he's like, oh, ladies and gentlemen, I would just like to say that I'm glad to have all of you here. And he just goes on off on this tirade and just like starts using, like, yeah. starts filibustering. Because he's trying to make you wait for it. He's trying to make you work for it. And then finally he goes, and I would just like to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I just throw it. And the pie just kind of like flew in a spiral, like right to my face. And I just see. Like a football. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like it just like it just like hit me clean in the face. And um the second time when you just like literally literally like just slapped it in your slapped face. it into my face, that flew everywhere. The girls that saw it were like, ah! <laughs> like, like they thought they were far <laughs> enough away. It was like it was like <laughs> the splash that. zone at SeaWorld where like the first five <laughs> rows you will get wet. And uh yeah. Good times, good times. Yeah. I think it's interesting how uh, you you can both like remember that so well, but then have that one detail yeah. different. Yeah. I think it's that thing where uh, each time with you you think it's your like the more you remember one thing, yeah, the more you actually can't remember it the, the right way because you're not remembering you're not remembering the actual memory. You're remembering the last time that you uh, actually told, told the, the story. story, remembered it, yeah, yeah. or I like, told the story or like remembered it. So it becomes like a telephone game where you keep changing one detail every time a little bit. Yeah. Wasn't that on Adam Ruins Everything? 
Probably. I think like they were talking about like why like police stuff is like so kind of messed up, and they were talking about police uh, witness testimony mm. and how it's like it's like you know witnesses will remember something like and they bring up that that whole idea and yeah, yeah. their story changes just, just a little bit every time yeah. they talk to other like other police officers who kind of lead them or other witnesses yeah uh it's kind of like that whole the whole idea that batman doesn't remember how his parents died exactly yeah. exactly right anymore yeah because he has perfect recall but he doesn't have it naturally he's not one of those people that was born with it yeah he, he had, had to the, he had to train in order to get perfect recall so anything from before that isn't really, you know. Yeah. yeah. And I think the way you get perfect recall is by always trying to remember like the the events like a lot. You have to keep basically focus on on doing that over and over. So eventually his his you know version of it's gonna get a little warped. By the way. Oh, by the way. The whole Joker thing. Yeah. It's so freaking weird. <laughs> the whole story of what's going on with that, and it's just like what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, can we just talk about it? Or we yeah. Well, I mean, like, like, I, I, I kind of want to avoid it just a little bit, but like, just to just to like kind of like say, like when when Batman found, well, I I don't know, like it, it's still kind of new. Yeah. Like basically, when um, when Batman sat down in that chair, mm-hmm. the Mobius chair, I think? yeah, the Mobius chair, and he asked the question of uh, "Where's Joker? Who is who is the Joker?" Yeah, that that question got answered. Like they actually said what Batman because before Batman just said like no, that's not possible. That's not possible. Like it was, at first I thought the Joker was his dad because just like <laughs> no. like he just he just answered it the way Luke Skywalker would answer. But no, it's not that. Uh, but it is like a freaking big thing, and it's and, kind of a nice twist. It's not what you would expect. Did, did yeah. it, didn't we mention that in the other podcast? N- no, I don't think we did. But like uh, if mm. we if we did, then I'm sorry. If we didn't, I'm sorry, and I'm if so, so sorry, and if we did, I'm sorry, uh, and if we did, <laughs> I'm still not mentioning it now, <laughs> like, like just in case I, yeah. I didn't say it. Um, but yeah, uh, it's it's nuts. Like like go get makes rebirth, sense. go read rebirth. It makes a ton of sense, and um, it makes a ton of sense, but you still don't know how it's happening. Yeah, um, it makes sense without making sense. Yeah. It, it's it makes sense while still leaving a plot you know plot devices uh, hanging you know it makes you want to know yeah what's really going on um but yeah it's interesting go check mm. go check like I said go check out rebirth rebirth is 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 cool um yeah oh uh, speaking of Batman they released a new trailer for the I guess the the R rated Batman vs Superman uh-huh. that has an extra thirty minutes it's like except that movie wasn't long enough right <laughs> like I mean I mean I don't I don't mind but still like. But, but this is minutes. this is this is Lord of this is a Batman movie, Batman and Superman movie, not Lord of the Rings. Like, well, it's Batman and Superman. You got to fit the Justice League in there for some reason. You got to like Wonder Woman. You got a lot of stuff just randomly thrown in. And now they're already restarting, <laughs> kinda, a little bit. Uh, I was going to say that the trailer was actually pretty. I think the trailer for this version is better than any of the trailers that came out when the the movie came out in theaters. Huh. Just weird. Like, could have just gone with that. <laughs> Like, there was nothing R-rated in it, so yeah. <laughs> you could have used it. It's just Batman saying the F-word for, like, 20 <laughs> seconds. It comes back to him in the past, and his parents getting killed. Yeah. <laughs> he just, fuck! <laughs> and then it, it's him waking up out of bed, and just, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> 
And then all of a sudden, the the anime, the what is it, the movie Christmas Story, like Ralphie's narrative voice comes in. It's like, but I didn't say fudge. I said. <laughs> what was that one movie that got that R rated because that one five minute? Oh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Yeah, probably one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, favorite John Candy movie at the very least. Uh, but yeah, that's it's such a that one's such a good movie and like that they, they even said it's like the only reason it's in like the only reason it, got makes, it. it makes perfect sense. The only reason they got the R rating is because that it makes perfect sense because anybody in that situation would probably be the exact same way. Even the nicest of people would pro- Ned Flanders would probably react Drop the same me. way this guy does. Drop like more F bombs. Yeah. If any. He's he's ah, dinked on crap. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you people do anything right? Yeah, he's he's done it before, so Got off on somebody. <laughs> I like Homer. It's like, thank you to Marge, Bart, Lee, son, Maggie. Dad, this doesn't have your name on it. Kids, could you step outside for a second? That's the loudest profanity I've ever heard. <laughs> Is somebody screaming in the background? Yes. Yeah. Is somebody Star falling Trek. in a hole? Star Trek. Star Trek. <laughs> And then he said, hey. And that was it. <laughs> Fell in a hole. Um, uh, yeah, they're watching uh, one of the Star Trek The Next Generation movies. It's uh, one of the ones where Jordy doesn't need his visor anymore. But you don't have to take my word for it. Dun, dun, dun. Anyway. The other thing about that is you know they're never going to s- stick with it. <laughs> like they, they bring him out of the visor thing for like an episode. And then it's just like, oh, Bob, got to go Burke. Well, now that they re- redid the universe, it's like... Didn't he not need him in, like, the future in, like, one of the things? Like, in, like, Voyager or something? You see him, like, as his own captain? I think so, yeah. Like, he's got cybernetics, I think, now. Because in this, in this movie, they showed him looking at something, and then they zoomed in on his eye after he takes off. Because, of course, he has to wear, be wearing sunglasses at the, at the time. Yeah. Takes them off, and then all of a sudden, you see, like, all this, like, like stuff in his eye, and just, like, and he's like, yes, that'll work. But you need to dub it, like, oh, my God, of course, you have better eyes yeah. than everybody now. <laughs> Yeah, specialize. Before you had a you had a Fram oil filter over your head. And now you're Earth uh, uh, Cyclops. <laughs> yeah, easiest costume to make, children. Just uh, just get a Fram oil filter, cut out a little space so your nose can fit in, and now you're Jordy LaForge from Star Trek: The Next Generation. Another good costume to make that's really cheap. Get some old. Uh, you know that tubing that's used in a uh, in uh, dryers? So that way it pumps the air into the mm-hmm. dryer. Just get some of that, put it on your arms, and then keep your feet together. Now you're a foosball player. Put your hands oh, out. I see it. <laughs> God damn it! An easier one. Just grab a pot, put it on your head, and you're a pothead. Or another, th- <laughs> or another thing. You you just uh, you wear pants. You don't wear a shirt, and you go as a premature ejaculation because you just came in your pants. <sighs> <laughs> this message brought to you by cheap ass people <laughs> cheap ass people for cheap ass costumes so is that our second <laughs> no, that's our sponsor <laughs> oh, oh okay Never mind. They, 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 they couldn't, they don't know they couldn't pay us because they're cheap ass people <laughs> why are we allowing it <laughs> we gotta get sponsored somehow <laughs> yeah you gotta start from the bottom then we're here exactly uh, which is which is close to the bottom but still kind of the bottom <laughs> The point is, we don't go back. <laughs> Do you know a shredder from a TMNT was originally a 
just a cheese grater on his on his hand. That's where the idea came from. <laughs> really? Yeah, he just literally like he he cut himself on the uh, cheese grater. He's like, oh man, he just put it, put his hand in it, you know, and you, there's like the handle you can hold. Yeah. So he's just holding it from the inside. He's like, how crazy would a, would a guy be if he just had like you know these all over his arms and just and that's where they came from. <laughs> and I like how he's like the main antagonist of a rat, and he's yeah. a he's a cheese grater. Huh. Let's think about that. Like he was originally called like the grater too, but they're like, that's that's terrible. So it's just the shredder. <laughs> you grate on my nerves. Uh, I give you an A. So I'm kind of greater. <laughs> um, some interesting stuff happened with the uh, fighting games this week. Uh-huh. Not so much the tournaments, just the, you know, the drama. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> where to start? Uh, Noel Brown is a player who is known for uh, causing some some stuff to happen, kind of consistently. And uh, the latest thing is that um, at the end of the stream on on camera. He uh, grabbed a girl's ass, like really, like cupped it, and you could tell that she didn't know him or like want that to happen. Like she, she knows him, but you know, didn't appreciate like, it. Yeah, yeah. She, it's that kind of thing where you kind of like jump and you put your hand over your mouth and you're like, like what the what fuck? the fuck? Yeah, and uh, yeah, she's not his, you know, she's not his girlfriend or anything either. Like it's, it's a whole thing, and his it's actually his friend's girlfriend. So it's, yeah. anyway, uh, he is now uh, banned for an entire year from all Capcom Pro Tour events. <laughs> Like surprise, surprise, <laughs> and the and the venue itself, like the the tournament itself, uh-huh. abandoned for two years from that one. So yeah, they were like, and if he does this, like, if this happens again, then he'll be banned for life from all Capcom <laughs> Pro Tour events. Yeah, it's like it's like you want to set a good example mm-hmm. for everybody, and you don't want to be. It's like you know, anytime you go into a convention and like there's those people that kind of screwed it up for everybody, and now they got to put up those signs that say cosplay does not equal consent. Yeah, exactly. Because you got those people that that will touch inappropriately on somebody just because they wanted to dress like the main girl from Kill a Kill or or yeah. some other some other show where they they're they're dressed really scantily clad. But you know what? I like that character. Yeah, so I'm gonna like- dress up as them. It's and like you're not allowed to look sexy uh, without some guy trying to grope you or something because yeah, he thinks you want it. Yeah, exactly. You you did it because you wanted you were you were secretly hoping that would happen to you, and then people are like dicks like that, and mm-hmm. like and and you know it's like especially for Capcom, it's like you know like how many how many cami cosplayers are we gonna have at our events that aren't gonna want to do that anymore because assholes like this are gonna be doing this kind of stuff. So you gotta you gotta like just put your foot down and go like get the hell out of here. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, seriously. Trick face. Yeah. Uh, um, and I feel like every time something bad happens to somebody that like somebody does something wrong, uh-huh. Daigo just gets better. Like every time it happens, like he, he feeds he's, on. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's like a Highlander. Because <laughs> <laughs> like the whole Arturo Sanchez thing, where he was like saying all this stuff, and he like lost to Daigo really bad. And then all of a sudden, Daigo was like double sponsored. Like they were saying that Arturo Sanchez might get sponsored if he does well. Uh-huh. And then suddenly Daigo got double sponsored. And then now like this whole Noel Brown thing. And then, like that same day, you find out that uh, Daigo is now uh, he he now works for Twitch as a global ambassador. Yeah, nice. So, so he's now he's now Daigo Mad Cat's Red Bull Twitch because <laughs> he's double sponsored, and he's working for Twitch. That doesn't sound like a good combination. It sounds like you fed Red Bull to a cat, and that's why it's twitching like on the floor. Put that in an order to where. Twitch Red Bull Mad Cats. Like, Mad you, put cat, a, you put a Red Red Bull Mad, Mad Cats Twitch. It's Mad like, Cat Twitch Red Bull. Yeah. No, but see the Mad Cats Twitch because of Red Bull. <laughs> like, That's true. That's you, the gotta, like, happens. you gotta put it in an order where it doesn't sound he's just, like he's just up all night watching Twitch <laughs> and twitching. He's up all night to get lucky. Well, he's a good player, so yeah, I don't think so. he needs to really get lucky. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
I would think they'd be <laughs> all, all night to get Loki. Yeah, Mexican Loki. Mexican Loki. We're up on Mexican Loki. Oh, and they also revealed uh, they've been they've been giving out these little uh, character profiles mm-hmm. on the on the main site and people are translating it. it. They're going really in depth. Like they had like the entire family tree for Laura for some reason. Uh-huh. Where it's like her and her her like her brother Sean, yeah. but then also like her Sean. her cousins and her like dad and mom and her like grandparent, like just like a whole tree, and you can see like all all the character designs. Yeah, and. Uh, they, they actually um, revealed who the two guys from the Street Fighter 2, the original Street Fighter 2 oh, uh, yeah, yeah. intro are. The, the, guy that, the, guys that are produced. The, the red shirt and the white shirt? Or was it red and white? Yeah, yeah probably. And uh, th- that whole thing. But the latest thing is they, they had T-Hawk uh-huh. and also T-Hawk's father. And I just love that T-Hawk's father is named, he's named Arroyo Hawk. Which makes him a Hawk if you do, <laughs> <laughs> you do the, the T-Hawk thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, so A-Hawk, T-Hawk, um, B-Hawk. <laughs> B-Hawk. <laughs> you, you have to be the hawk. It sounds like a, it sounds like a disease B-hawk. that has multiple versions, you know? <laughs> we're, we're sorry, but you have, you have the B-Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to need to get you on like a, a steady thing. <laughs> as long as it's not Seahawk. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Seahawk's horse. Yeah. <laughs> which, which reminds me, I always, I always find it weird. This is your medical um, part for the day. Uh, the hepatitises. That, that they're in order of discovery. And A was discovered first, therefore. And it was discovered... And the only way to contract it is to eat feces. <sighs> so it's just interesting to me that, like... That, like, how was A discovered first? <laughs> Like, like B is, um, B I believe is sexually transmitted, and C I believe is only blood on blood, or it could be reversed. Freaking humans, man. Some humans will just eat <laughs> anything, and they always screw up for everybody else. It's always like, <laughs> what if you hadn't eaten that, that raw monkey brain, this wouldn't have happened. <laughs> it's like, uh, did you ever see a Chappelle show? When he said that, or not Chappelle's show, but just like one of Chappelle's stand-up comedy things, he talks about how, um... They think that the HIV virus was started when a human had sex with an ape and then had sex with another human, and that's how it spread. Uh, and he's like, oh, now what man goes, like, has, has, has basically on their last rope that they had to screw a chimp and then decides to go back to women? Like, how do you... <laughs> Well, you know, he, he wanted to try it and it wasn't for him. <laughs> he's just like he's just like who who goes like you know Tanya's been looking at me kind of kind of nice but but Bobo <laughs> like, Ross from Friends. No. <laughs> Speaking of which, he's got a new show coming out on AMC. I think it premieres tonight. Uh-huh. It's called Feed the Beast. It's about uh, these guys that they, like that's what they call it when you have sex with a monkey. <laughs> Feed the Beast. <laughs> It's about uh, these two guys that that open up a restaurant, but um, they're they're in such poor shape that they get money from the mob, and they open like a five star restaurant in Brooklyn. So it's like it's like one of those things where it's like, oh god, <laughs> like, like this escalated quicker than I thought. Yeah, exactly. Like I think the tagline is, each dinner service could be their last. Like you think that the mafia would be going there all the time. Yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> Free, Free meals, food. like. Yeah. 
Who but like says the, they don't? The main reason why like they can't get a loan is because like he's a uh, he the the chef is like a an ex con, but like he he knows how to cook and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. So. So and then he, David so he went to ex, so he went to current cons. <laughs> yeah. So and uh, David Schremer plays his alcoholic brother, who uh, who lost his wife, like from a hit and run accident. So that's why he's an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. And all, and you know it looks interesting. I, I think it's going to be on either before or after Preacher tonight. Sounds like a better version right. of Two Broke Girls. Yeah. <laughs> it, it does actually. <laughs> Two two mob girls, <laughs> two drunk guys. <laughs> uh, two mob guys. I don't know. Should we go into comics? You guys got anything else? No, nah, let's go into comics. Uh, Why not? Yeah, yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah, <Sorry>. comics. Doing. <laughs> <laughs> you still putting those? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's kind of random, but I was just thinking about it. What if it turns out that Secret Wars two never happens? Like, never, never actually happened. The whole plot on Secret Wars 2 is that there's a guy who can see the future and, like, you know, they're trying to decide whether to use him to, to stop everything. And at the end of the comic, we find out that it's just him thinking about so what cool. the future holds so yeah. he keeps his mutant powers a secret. Yeah, so that, so that never happens. If that, that's if I swear to God, that happens. <laughs> that, that's gonna... We're that's calling gonna, it that's out. That's gonna, that's gonna that's, suck. That's gonna happen now. I just, gonna call, call I just it out. Yeah, I just I just spent like a year of my life <laughs> reading, reading this damn God thing. Up, and you just broke the glass. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh it's like what is it the whole the whole original civil war? Like what did it accomplish? There's no registration anymore. Did that nothing. thing that thing went when came and went pretty quick and like the other thing that I had that actually happened was Spider-Man revealing his identity and then taking it back. So even that didn't stay. Yeah, and not only did he take it back, but now he's not even dating Mary Jane. <laughs> he's not even married to Mary Jane anymore. Yeah, it, it became like it became worse than status quo. <laughs> that would be a Twilight ending because that's yeah. what happened at the end of Twilight. Yeah, the the, yeah. the last movie. There's like this humongous fight, and it's like the only badass thing that the Twilight series like <laughs> did. And like you see people's heads coming off because they're like slaughtering Jeez. people left and right, and like there's like earthquakes happening, and like the the werewolves and vampires are just shredding other vampires and like and then at the end like it just like it pulls out of like one guy's eye because like he envisioned the entire thing because like somebody asked him you know what'll happen if you did a did this right Uh, and it's like you son of a bitch (laughs) like how do you do this to me (laughs) you made it that everyone died and then you made it that nobody died (laughs) well it could end up with him starting it it becomes it becomes one of those ever end, anyway never ending cycles and like and like the the last the last panel of the last issue leads into the first panel of the yeah. first issue jeez but then even then it's it's not going to have any bearing on anything that happens afterwards <laughs> um I think Secret Six also ended recently oh okay the latest issue oh and it was actually really it was really good um mm. Was a tiny bit rushed, but not like too too bad. Yeah, and it was interesting because it was one of those. Uh, speaking of like dead, but not really dead. Mm-hmm. It was one of those issues where it's like someone is going to die. Like the whole issue is like an issue before that dies. too. It's like not all of us are going to get out of this alive. Like you know, someone's going to die. And then it was Ponce de Leon, the character that they introduced for that <laughs> yeah. comic. That's a clone high reference. <laughs> uh, <laughs> These are Ponce's pants. But uh, it, was, it was actually pretty good. It. On the one hand, it kind of, you know, didn't 
Like it wasn't uh, a true death in a way, but mm-hmm. it, but also was. I can't I can't say anything else without you know, giving it away. Yeah. Uh-huh. But it was a satisfactory death. It makes me think of um. Was I remember there was well you said it's a satisfactory death. This is one where it's like oh, I saw that coming. There was a uh, uh, Teen Titans. A book and the cover of it just says in this book another teen titan dies and you're like you're like gee i wonder who it could be because you because if you read the last issue there was this one superhero named kid devil who lost all his powers but still decided to help the teen titans and whatever uh, that's that's idea. Idea. yeah exactly kid, so you can kind of guess which one's gonna die devil. the kid with no powers and no skill set because he no longer has powers but the i'm like still be yeah i'm like you're not robin you don't have like yeah. all of your stuff was in your powers but the thing I loved about Kid Devil was that he was more popular than his actual adult counterpart because he was the sidekick to the Blue Devil. And oh, the, okay. And the Blue Devil is is very low on the on the to- even on the magic user's totem pole. He's kind of low. Um, but Kid Devil became like a, a kind of a fan favorite in the Teen Titans book, and they and basically like uh, uh, the Devil gave him back his soul so he could be a normal person again. That's why he lost his powers. Yeah. Because he, he sold his soul because the Blue Devil was his favorite hero. And even the Blue Devil's like, why are you... Why? <laughs> like, <laughs> I just really like devil stuff. <laughs> yeah, because if, if you don't know the Blue Devil, the Blue Devil is a uh, was a an actor who starred in a bunch of movies called the Blue Devil. And uh, his costume basically got fused to him. Like, he could never get get out of his costume. And then mm-hmm. later on, he got supernatural abilities from being the Blue Devil. And then, yeah. Well, I... The uh, New Fifty Two version is kind of similar, yeah. But it's the uh, I think it's the son of the original, yeah. And his whole thing is that uh, his his dad, uh, I think it was his dad. I don't know someone like someone that's uh, related. related to him was a director, and he would always direct movies in weird places and stuff. And it was basically a cover to to go uh, investigate like magic stuff that was happening, yeah. And a bunch of his props and things are are, are actual uh, mystical, yeah. things, including the suit which he puts on and it makes him into a devil, yeah. And then yeah, so I was like. So it's like even the blue devil, like when he when he met Red Kid Devil, he's like, "What? Why did you?" <laughs> like, but then, but then it was like, but then like Kid Devil kind of proved his, his worth, and then like he flies the 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 Titans jet into something, knowing he's gonna die as a result of it, but it's gonna save everybody else. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, I I kind of saw this coming. <laughs> like, like you made the cover look so badass. Where I'm like, oh, who saw that coming? I yeah. mean, uh, who saw where that came from? <laughs> It's just like a bit, like the cover was just like all black with that that wording. One of the Teen Titans will die in this issue. And then there's just a big black coffin with the Teen Titans logo on it. I'm like, oh, that's kind of sad. You gotta label everything. <laughs> yeah. You got this from Batman, didn't you? Well, it's like that, uh, it's like that, did you ever see, um, what was it? Uh, uh, like, I mean, hell, uh, Kiss, the band sells coffins with their likeness on it, so. Hmm. I don't know, that's kind of badass. Yeah. So I mean, it's like, I mean, like if the Teen Titans make coffins with their fate with their logo on it, like yeah, it's when you get like big big fire things to shoot off every once in a while and say like, "Remember me." Blah. <laughs> uh, it was revealed. It was one of those things where it was such an offline, but I just love it. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of comics, the thing that sticks with me is just some some stupid line. Apparently, the collector has Wolverine's internet browsing history that he wasn't able to, to delete before he died. <laughs> so he just knows all, this, all the, the messed up websites that Wolverine goes to. 
what I love what I love too is in television shows like a lot of a lot of times not not every time but there's television shows that have websites um, like they'll say a website and then you'll true? find out that they bought the domain name right because you sexymanatees.com you basically have to right yeah the stuffbadgerseat.com was on was a domain owned by the Simpsons for a while uh-huh. my favorite was uh, oh yeah you can also go to Mr. X and it did the same thing when it loaded. You'd see Homer's face and then the bag like appear over it. <laughs> um, but one of my favorites is uh, my dad was watching uh, Two and a Half Men the other night. And uh, there's a there's a scene where, um, like the whole episode, they keep finding Alan um, ha- pleasuring himself in different locations of the house. Like he's, he's trying to make himself scarce by hiding in different places. And then they'll find him like, what are you doing in there? <laughs> like... And uh, one episode, he goes, like, try MalibuPuddingGirls.com. He's like, what? He's like, you'll thank me. And, like, he types it in. He's like, oh. <laughs> like, huh. <laughs> and it just cuts to the next scene. Well, if you actually typed in Malibu Pudding Girls, it'll, it'll basically send you a, it'll, like, the first page will just say, shame on you. <laughs> and then just redirect you to Chuck Lorre's website. It's <laughs> awesome. I, that was, like, one of my favorite, like, little Easter egg things. Um. Oh, back to comics. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> That's what we were doing, right? Comics. Yeah. 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 I just feel like Fin Fang Foom has got to be in a movie or something soon. He, he was referenced, I think, in Iron Man One. Oh yeah, I think he was. There's a there's a poster like like apparently Fin Fang Foom is a movie in the Iron Man universe. Uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, Fin Fang Foom, he's basically a big green dragon that lives in that comes from space and lives mm-hmm. in Marvel universe. Huh. This is this is back in the day. Like he was created back in the day. Like Stan Lee said, like when he first started doing, like stories for Marvel Comics, he's like basically we just come up with, uh, with uh, names for characters. We we come up with these weird sound effects like Groot or Fram or Fing Fang Foom, like just all these weird stupid names, like stupid sound effects essentially. He's like, and then I build a character around that, and like Fing Fang Foom and Groot. Were two of the ones that survived that that character creation because like even he was like oh, these are just stupid names, <laughs> but like like Fing Fang Foom just like stood the test of time and like we all know how everyone loves Groot and yeah he's just because he used to be just like every once in a while you'd hear about Fing Fang Foom lately he's in like every other week of comics yeah and and because he's from space he's, he's not technically an alien he's in like Guardians of the Galaxy comics he's on Earth he's all over the place. And uh, I think about it, he's kind of perfect because he's basically a he's huge monster, so he seems like a big threat. Mm-hmm. And he kind of is, but he also isn't really. Like, you never really, you never really feel like he's going to actually, you know, get away with it and kill mm-hmm. somebody, <laughs> you know? I don't know. And he's, and he's really um, resilient, so, he, so you can defeat him, do all your crazy stuff without actually killing, know, him. killing him off. Yeah. It's just interesting. Um, like, he just ate uh, old Wolverine, mm-hmm. <laughs> old man Logan. So that, that's a thing. I like I'm thinking he might be in Doctor Strange. I like he might show up. Oh yeah, that that might that might make sense. I remember what was in the old '90s Iron Man cartoon. They brought in Fing Fang Foom like every other week. Uh, like uh, whenever, like it was weird because like the man like the old Iron Man cartoon had a buttload of super of supervillains in it. Like like they would show like Whirlwind, Whiplash, like all of these different 
um, Iron Man villains all worked for the Mandarin, so they were basically lackeys to him. So, like, you'd see those guys every other week, and then when those guys couldn't cut it, he'd summon Fing Fang Foom to help out. And, like, I'm like, it's like, this is way too much. It's like, it's like Power Rangers, like, the. The small guy's not doing it. Someone the giant thing. <laughs> yeah, and then and then even then it was like like the the original Iron Man cartoon was kind of the Avengers, but it was the crappiest team of Avengers that ever. It was like okay, the Vision and Scarlet Witch, you two make sense. Uh, the second Spider Woman, not Jessica Drew, but the one that wore like the Venom suit looking uh, uh, suit, and then and and Hawkeye. And that was just, your just cause. That, yeah, that was that was his uh, that was his that was his and, event, uh, and War Machine. Machine. Yeah, War, Machine, War Machine. Yeah. Although later on, War Machine doesn't want to put his suit on because he's claustrophobic and he he fell into a thing of water and like it started filling up his costume and he got like really scared and that thing's not sealed. It 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 is until like the the system shorts out. Ah. Uh, what else? It's kind of like what happened in in Civil War. Like how his one how or his, two. Uh, yes. No, oh, in, the the, in the movie. Oh, okay. Like how his suit so, kind of... Like, di- like, he dies in two. <laughs> it's, it's, not, <laughs> it's, it's not a spoiler. It's, it's the, the first panel it's of the, first. the it's, it Pretty much is. Like, it's like on the first pages in the free comic book day issue, so... Uh, yeah, um, well, because uh, in the movie, when he when he gets knocked down, like, the, his... Um, his computer turns off. You can see, like, he's just staring through the eyes. Like, he doesn't look like there's protection in there. Just... Like, I think the computer offers, like, a shield that surrounds him kind of thing. Uh, That's how I kind of feel how it is in the movie Iron Man. Yeah. That it's still just a suit of armor, and you can still see through the eyes, and that the, there's nothing there protecting, but it's the, the... screen? Yeah, but it's the screen that basically offers a layer of shielding. Okay, I could see that. Um, oh, uh, speaking of War Machine... I kind of, I kind of hope that 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 whole theory I had wasn't true. Comes, yeah, no, I, I hope yeah. it is true, because like they kill they kill War Machine off so easy, and they they went to so much trouble of of set the, just very quickly setting up a bunch of like reasons why you should feel bad that he died. <laughs> like it was like, did you know that he has kind of an on again off again relationship with uh, Captain Marvel? He does. Like, um, there's a whole thing where where the president was was basically saying you should get into politics. He goes, you're you're like a war hero, but also a superhero. Mm-hmm. He's like, you're you're like a, but you're also a regular guy. Yeah. You don't you have powers. He's like, you'd be perfect to be like the first superhero in the White House because you see, you know what's gonna happen eventually. I'd rather you instead of Tony Stark or some some sort of crazy guy. Yeah, you know. Although it's it's funny to me just because the fact that I remember back in the day when Iron when War Machine pretty much became uh, cyborg. Like oh, he was, yeah. he was more machine than man. Like for a while, and like he was, they stuffed him in a satellite, and like I'm like, Jesus Christ, it's wrong. <laughs> what, what, what happened? And then now he's like back to like just pretty much human. Well, he's he's back to dead, but I mean he's he was pretty much human for a while. Yeah, he had a good one. Yeah, a very long, but he did. That <laughs> uh, was a good run though with the with all the cyborg stuff. I like how his, his whole thing was he could just draw in any tech like around him to make it like a new suit. Yeah. So he look like an arm would blow off and he just like pull in your microwave and somehow make like a, a cool arm. <laughs> yeah. I like that idea. And then he just like just like shoots microwaves at people. Like, <laughs> he's, like, he's like, my burrito's done. <laughs> it's still cold inside though. Yeah. <laughs> He just throws like uh, Totino's uh, pizza rolls in your face, and it's like <laughs> it's cold at first, but then once it explodes open, it's like that molten core. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> like I remember um, that uh, that Jim Gaffigan's old hot pockets joke. Where he talks about hot like, pockets. Yeah, it's like a, he's you, like, oh, you can either get it, uh, you can either get it uh, icy cold in the middle or steaming hot. He's like, oh, is will it burn my mouth? It's molten. <laughs> It'll destroy your mouth. There's you be, no do it anyway. I was like to uh, speaking of speaking of. Uh, semi pizza things I was thinking of uh, my, another one of my favorite jokes is Brian Regan where he talks about beefaroni and he's like oh he's like oh, that's that's not in any Italian cuisine I've ever read <laughs> he's like I'm not gonna go to an uh, Italian restaurant and go like we'll have uh, two glasses of your finest wine a couple of Caesar salads to start then I think I'm gonna get the beefaroni <laughs> <laughs> little teenage mutant ninja turtles for the lady <laughs> Was always the best ones. Yeah, <laughs> you have the shapes. For some reason, they just taste better. Well, I think it's a. I think it's because of the thickness of the noodle. Mm. You draw in more, more. Uh, yeah, it absorbs sauce. more sauce. More testicles mean more <laughs> iron. Jeez. Oh, uh, there's a whole Spider-Man event coming out called Dead No More. It uh, it seems kind of interesting and kind of not. Okay, so who's not dead? Uh, it it implies Gwen Stacy and maybe Uncle Ben. So basically, wow. the, the 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 two that are always dead. Okay, I was gonna I was gonna say um, Ben Riley. <laughs> Just bring him. You're gonna you're thinking it's gonna be somebody that's really really important to Spider Man, but no, it's just this guy that was alive in the war 90s. machine. This guy, yeah, war machine. War machine comes back <laughs> immediately. He's there for one issue, and then you, you know how important War Machine was to Spider Man. <laughs> Remember that team up they had back in like the eighties? <laughs> for one issue, that meant something to Spidey. He left that fight really thinking. <laughs> uh, honestly, though, Marvel doesn't even care about uh, people staying dead at all. Yeah. Like, no. In the latest issue, freaking Doc Samson is alive for some reason. Yeah. yeah. And all they said was, I thought you up and died. I did. I'm better now. <laughs> that's, that's all they said. <laughs> that was the entire explanation. So they were yeah, I was dead. I was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's my favorite. Didn't you die? Yeah, didn't you get shot into the planet and die? <laughs> yeah, but I got better. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I had more, but I think we should stop on that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, always know we record here at Undercity Comics. Um, Marvel, Don't you D- forget it. Marvel, Marvel, DC, independent. You got money. Come and spend it here at Undercity Comics, uh, off of uh, Philadelphia and Greenleaf here in Uptown Whittier. Um, always know you can hit us up on Twitter at Procrast Podcast, and you can email us at uh, pro- at podcastprocrastination at gmail dot com. Uh, for the procrastination, this is Isaiah. This is Dan, and this is Ed. For this week, and uh, just telling you, uh, you take care. Bing, bing, boom. Yeah.